whole like why is because I want women to be empowered. You know, I want them to be so safe. I want them to say their no's, say their yeses, say what they need to say, you know, and I think that our menstrual cycle is a huge like barometer to if we're on track or not. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sister, do you remember how you were taught about your period? (laughs) My mother's a nurse and she focused on obstetrics when I was young. So I remember her telling me a bit about what to expect. And honestly, I was really excited to get my period, to feel like I was growing into a woman. I know that's not everyone's story. But aside from that, in a brief, like 30 minute embarrassing puberty video I watched in grade five, which was mortifying, (laughs) anything else I learned came from stereotypes on TV shows or movies. They taught us that it was normal to have cravings and be cranky and uncomfortable. Things that I have now learned after becoming an expert in perimenopause are really incorrect. So what I think we can all agree on is that one, there is a serious lack of education around menstruation and menstrual health. And two, this massively snowballs into an impact in perimenopause. And we've spent our lives operating like we're small men and not like the women we are. So today, I am super excited to share a conversation with you with a woman who has a lot of experience in this area, so we can all learn more about our bodies as women, about how our body talks to us via menstrual symptoms, and why the menstrual movement is so important. So sister, I give you Kyla Plaxton, an accomplished acupressure teacher with over 20 years experience who is dedicated to empowering women through self-healing. She self-published a book for teen girls. So all of you with mamas out there, this is a really good one. I'm I'm right on the board with this one on using acupressure to alleviate period-related discomfort. Based in Vancouver Island, Kyla's mission is to inspire women to break free from violence and make healthier life choices. Welcome, Kyla. I'm so glad you're here. Amazing. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Like, I feel so welcomed. You've done an amazing job. I love your share and everything. Your just your introduction to this is like so on par to, you know, what I believe in a destiny that we've met. I freaking love what you're up to. So thank you for having me. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Um, before I know we've so I feel like I have a 100 questions I could talk to you about but before we start to dive into that. Why don't you tell us a bit about you about like how it came to be that menstrual knowledge and healing came to be an important part of your mission and your life? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking. And, you know, it's definitely been a big part of my life. I mean, being a woman for one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love. I like that. Yep. We're I love. 
Yeah, it's just that, you know, it's part of our life. Um, But like, yeah, I love what you share that you were excited. I was actually excited too. And my sister remembers when I got my period. I don't actually remember, but she said I ran around the house with my bloody underwear being like, I got my period, I got my period. And I was the very like outspoken, like rebel child, the oldest. And my my little sister is a bit more prudy, I would say. Um, (laughs) We're still like that. We're still super close. But I used to run around the house naked just to bugger um she's like Kyla no put your clothes on I'm like but the sister body (laughs) um so anyways that's my first you get a little bit of my teenage self um I found or I say acupressure found me when I was about 16 and I was actually going down a pretty bad path um lot of uh trauma you know in in my parents and how I was raised and I was just full of rage and doing all kinds of things I'd say definitely an alcoholic as a teenager getting blackout drunk making really bad decisions and um a girl invited me to this workshop that I had no idea and I only honestly went to the workshop because I had a crush on her roommate and I wanted to get closer to her so (laughs) it was very serendipitous um I did this five day workshop learning acupressure on myself and it changed my life. I went from like hating my mother, like, like riddled with hate to having compassion for my mom for the first time since I can remember and going from, I can't believe how bad of a mom you are to, I can't believe you kept me. Like, I can't believe you went through everything you went through to be here for me. Like it was life changing. And just from then on, it was like, you know, one step after the next in my life getting better and better. So I was really successful in my acupressure practice, very passionate about a passion of changing lives. Um, I won some awards and I've had a very successful practice at a young age. I was in my early twenties, like 21, 22. Um, and then I'd be like, you know, building this empire, you know, having these big dreams, wanting acupressure to be known worldwide and stuff like that. And I would suddenly be like taken out of Oh, my period. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, my cramps. Oh, like this and that, you know? And it's, it took, kind of took me a little bit to be like, hey, what is happening here? And like, it's not fair. Like, men can just keep going. Why can't women? And like, why do we have our period? It can't be because, you know, we're meant to suffer. I just didn't believe like our higher self or spirit self gave it to us to suffer. I also didn't feel like I was meant to have children one after the next. Um, you know, that's not my destiny, but. Yeah. So when I started to shift and and ask those questions, answers started to come and applying what I knew from my acupressure points to my period, you know, the psychosomatic stuff we do while we're holding pressure points and stuff like that to understand what the body's telling us in that deep connected state while the energy is moving. I started to apply that and the answers were freaking amazing. They started to change my life. They started to really guide me on a new path, you know, when I was 20, 22, and I'd, I'd say the rest is history. And I had my daughter when I was 24. And that's when I wrote my book. I wrote it for her. And when she was 10, she got her period. Um, she's 14 now. And uh, my friend gave her my, a copy of my book. She's like, you can't oh. read your mom's book. <laughs> she wouldn't read it if I gave it to her. But <laughs> she devoured it. She's wow. still, she's like, mom, I got my period. I'm chilling today. Or <clears throat> she's just very like, you know, I feel like all the kids are like that now. They're just very like know themselves more and like have really good boundaries and good at speaking up I don't know yeah no I love all I bet that has a lot to do with you (laughs) I think 
I, I, you know, one, that's awesome. I think it's amazing how early you were able to start to learn this. I think, I don't know that that's, it's not everyone's story, right? So many of us are just starting to realize this now as the movement becomes more aware. I have to say, I feel like when you shared that piece about you and your mom, I think there has to be at least a hundred women listening to this that felt the same way as I did, which were like, can you please teach this to my daughter so that she loves and appreciates me more? But all that to say, you know, thank you for sharing your story. I think like that piece that you talked about there about that swing, right? Where it's like almost like half the month you feel like you can take on the world and then half the month you feel like you're either walking through sludge or that you're not good enough or that you'll never, you know, that's a very real piece that I don't even think some of us recognize is a part of our cycle. Yeah, it's very natural. Yeah, it's because uh, like what these like the it's our brain chemistry changes twenty five percent in the cycle. Yes, so I mean actually how we feel and what we need. Um, but my experience is that when we understand the hormones, then that swing, like when we can support this part of us, this menstrual health, that swing decreases, and we have a bit more self compassion. Is that the way you see it? I think so. Honestly, I'm so excited. So we haven't touched on, but we're, I'm, you know, putting our, together a summit and you're one of my speakers, which I'm so excited about, but I'm not that scientifically minded. You know, I'm very intuitive and getting downloads and stuff like that. But I feel like I've reached this place where to meet in the middle where it's like, my body just is telling me it's time for you to chill now. You know, everything's okay. You know, it's relaxed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now, I'm ovulating or I'm getting that up until I'm ovulating feeling where I'm just like, oh, interviews, stage present, creation, like put myself out there and then like rest and relax and, you know, and I don't think everyone's as privileged to necessarily live their life like that too. Um, But like you said, if I'm excited to learn from you, basically. Well, thank you. I'm so excited. But I think, you know, there's such an intuitive part of the cycle, right? Like I know for some of us, like understanding the science behind it helps me kind of back up the intuition. Cause I think all women have that intuition that you're talking about. Not all of us have been taught to really trust it. And there's this, especially in our second half of our cycle, where it's really like much more apparent, I think we've been taught to kind of shove over it and just push through it and not pay attention. Um, But when we honor it, then it's like, oh, I actually feel better. (laughs) I don't want to, you know, hide away completely or bite off my partner's head during this time frame. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I used to talk about that a lot, um, where, you know, you know, when we get those explosive PMS symptoms or emotional outbursts, or we can't seem to control our, our, our self-regulation anymore, you know, and it's been like dubbed as PMS and it's normalized of like, oh, she's crazy or this is that or whatever. And what I started to do is I would actually look at what I was, I couldn't contain, you know, what couldn't, what, what was making me so mad and like identify it. And when I identify it and took action to that, right. When I'm listening to, okay. At the time, cause I don't get crazy symptoms anymore, but when I used to, um, yeah, I, I had a boyfriend and he used to keep all this, um, junk on top of his fridge and it drove me crazy. I was just like, I hate the junk on the fridge. Like, <laughs> and when I looked at it, I was just like, I'd unraveled this whole thing of like, it's not, it's not just the junk. It's the way of living life. It's his lifestyle. It's 
were in different parts. There's just a whole lot there. And he wasn't actually the one for me. And so I was being with him because I felt insecure because I didn't think I could get any better because I actually wanted to feel, you know, taking, he's older. So like he wanted to take care of me, but it wasn't authentic to like my heart. And I had to let go of that codependency and trust. Like I'm going to be okay. I need to follow what's true for me. Oh, I love that you shared that. And what a perfect example too, because we, two things like one, we definitely fixate on small problems like junk on top of a fridge. I think when we're not prepared to avoid big problems behind the scenes, like what you're saying, like maybe he's not the right person for you. Um, And that's not to say that if like your partner's leaving dishes in the sink and it's driving you nuts that they're not right for you. 100%. Yeah. That's a caveat. It's a good reminder because I think, you know, the science behind it to bring that like in our, in our luteal phase, in our menstrual phase, when we are typically more irritable or I call it sensitive, when we're more aware of the things that are bothering us, that's really what it is. Like we don't have the rose colored glasses of estrogen. So dominating there. So we can't sweep things under the rug. So the things that are bothering us do bother us. But when it's like a little thing, you you really do need to kind of peel that back, like you were saying, and ask yourself those questions. It's like, why is this bugging me so much? Like, do I just need a timeout because I'm overworked or is there a bigger issue here? So I love that you shared that. You know, I know that um, menstrual health, you know, and menstrual understanding and menstrual education is like, obviously, I know why I think it's such an important conversation, but is it like for you, is it because of the people you've worked with because of these experiences you've had that you think it's so important or, or are there other reasons? Like, why is it that it's so important to you? Yeah, it's like so important to me. Um, I, one thing, so my mom was a victim of um, sexual abuse. It was actually incestual uh, sexual abuse from her father growing up. And um, she left home when she was 15 and she got pregnant with me when I was, when she was 17. And when I, when she gave birth to me, um, it was the first time she actually knew what her dad did was wrong before that was very confusing. And so she took him to, to court for the first 10 years of my life. And there was this fight and just, I say, I always have front row tickets to, you know, what, what trauma does and what, what abuse does to a family. You know, I just, I watched it. Both my parents were sexually abused um, and have dealt with their own demons, you know, because of it. And as a child, you know, I got, I didn't get what I needed. And that's why I was so mad, but to bring that full circle, like I'm really close with my parents now. I'm, I'm not the black sheep. I'm the white sheep. I'm the leader in my family because I do this work. I'm the oldest of four girls. And Um, my whole like, why is because I want women to be empowered. You know, I want them to be so safe. I want them to say their no's, say their yeses, say what they need to say, you know? And I think that our menstrual cycle is a huge like barometer to if we're on track or not. Yes. I love that. It's almost like you are creating a pathway for women to understand, like one, give them permission to understand themselves. And then you also give them like a path on how to begin to do that. So the work you're doing is so important, Kyla. Thank you. Yeah, likewise. (laughs) So, you know, so let's talk, maybe let's talk more about some of these symptoms. I think we've talked a little bit about just how like our emotional shift and the things that irritate us in your practice or in your experience, what do you think are some of the most misunderstood symptoms of menstruation? Honestly, for me, it's like the lower grade ones because they're so 
accepted. You know, they're just so normalized that it's almost not enough for women to actually do something about, but that's, there's a lot of gold in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those telltale signs, I mean, even just doing this, uh, this summit, I, I was almost like leaning into keeping my day job. You know, I have acupressure clients, but like I've been doing it for over 20 years and like, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And I took this job as a liquor rep, honestly. Um, and I actually don't even drink alcohol (laughs) and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this job. It's just like, it pays good. It's pretty chill. And, um, but my period started getting worse. I started to bleed more, get cramps, be taken out. And I was like, okay, <laughs> listening, you know, and, um, just, I have to do this work cause that's part of my purpose and it makes my period regulated. So, um, yeah, I think, I think sometimes like headache, headache, um, uh, headache and migraines that are menstrual related, nausea that's menstrual related, like, um, you know, some women, they just it blows my mind, you know, that they every month are dealing with um, nauseating even to vomiting, you know, on a monthly basis because they're so out of whack. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have a good friend and she, she had some serious trauma. She's an amazing woman. Um, She had a hysterectomy and got, and she freaking loves it. You know, she's done, but I'm like, I wonder, you know, I'm not saying she still can't do the work she can, but I wonder what her cycle would have been telling her if, Anyways, I digress. I just think that symptoms can get so loud that it can be hard for a woman to go to that next step. So I think it's just so important that we do deal with the symptoms as a face value of like, here's some, some natural remedies for your pain. And how can we like chronically move that and and shift it so that you have long-term, you know, not non-pain exactly. yeah relief for sure I love that you said I mean this is why I call it the period whisper it's like you said it's the small things it's the whisk these are the whispers of our bo- body and I think this conversation and I'm excited to talk about the menstrual movement summit because I think a big part of it that I'm excited about is that it is bringing awareness and normalization for us to recognize that this is a vital sign and these are not to be ignored there they are indicators of other things so when like when you have cravings or when you have headaches it's not just oh it's my hormones it's it's something's impacting your hormones that then obviously are causing that symptom to come to be so it's yeah. you know yeah it's a very fascinating thing and and to your point earlier when i think women are magic i think obviously you do too that's a part of where we connect and, but uh, something of, that holds us back is if, again, if half the month we embrace this magic and then the other half of the month we completely forget it, if, you know, it's really hard to progress. It's like the U.S. in politics. There's only so much people can move forward before another, you know, before the, the pendulum swings another way, right? So we progress for two two weeks and then we regress for two weeks. It can feel like when things are extreme if we're not listening to these whispers. So understanding them and how they can improve, whether it's cravings, whether it's better sleep, whether it's headaches, whether it's bloating, whether it's bowel issues, you know, whether it's these really heavy, clotty periods um, or cramps or brain fog. Like, I mean, there's just like in perimenopause, there's 34 known symptoms of perimenopause. So, and all, all pretty much all of those can relate to our hormones of menstrual health all the way through. So we know there's a lot of whispers there that we're not paying attention to. Um, so I love that you're bringing awareness to that. Are you, you know, in your practice and, and, and now I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but 
how can, if these are our whispers, you know, is the first step to start paying attention to them? Is that what you would say? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I feel like on the front end, um, you know, my, my job is to have a woman, you know, regulate her system, feel comfortable in having her cycle and starting to check in on a, on a regular, you know, regular monthly basis. Like what's, what's my period saying to me right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that is like taking it to the other areas of her life because it does, it does impact every area it impacts relationships and impacts our careers you know like women become insecure self-conscious moving up in their say their corporate job or, or whatever because they don't have the same they're just afraid that they won't be able to give the same work effort as their fellow man you know or they're being compared at that same same level and so um, or relationships having, you know, not plan a hike with your partner or not having sex with your partner or being in pain or, or just that intimacy piece. Right. And, and even having these conversations with a partner, like being, wanting to be with a partner that actually wants to know about every single part of our body. That's natural. I love that. And I think like, it's so important for us to highlight here I believe the message, the memo that we've received most of our lives is like, this is your burden that you have to carry. When in fact, I think if we rewrite that story, you know, when we understand it, it's actually a really incredible key to unlocking our energy, our optimization and this magic, like our ability to like, there's, there's, it's no coincidence that some of the most successful women on the planet reached their success or didn't even begin their path to this success until like the, the perimenopause menopause years when they no longer were kind of stuck in this lack of knowledge around it, right? Like we have this beautiful gift to help us feel very empowered as long as we understand it. So I hope that this conversation is reminding women that this isn't a burden of our cross that we we have to wear. It's like, it, there's an opportunity here for us to know our bodies better than anyone else does and to really thrive um, as the world shifts more into this movement, which it is. A hundred percent. And one thing I, I'm starting to share more about is I actually free, I free bleed. So I don't use anything to catch my period. And my body tells me like when I'm going to bleed, I call it the letdown. Okay. Um, so it's just like, it's almost like a little mini sensation in my my ovary then I know I'm about to bleed so on my first day I'm the heaviest so I go to the bathroom about once an hour but I can wear whatever I want it's not very messy um and that's so cool I think that's so cool I love free bleeding I love that I don't need anything to affect my period and it doesn't really affect my life like maybe okay a little bit but like not really and I feel really rewarded you know every single month um Tyler, we're going to have to schedule another interview just to talk about free bleeding because I find this super fascinating. I've only just started hearing about this a couple times, so it's it's not something I'm super familiar with, and it's really interesting. So I'm sure everyone agrees as they're listening, they want to know more. So I hope that's okay. Cliffhanger. (laughs) Cliffhanger. I love it. That's awesome. Um, Okay. I'd love to talk about the Menstrual Movement Summit because I think you know, I think what we've left people with here is just this understanding of how important it is, how possible it is to be further educated on this. And I think that the summit that you're putting together is is a good answer around education and um, and empowerment and probably tips and tools of how to actually move forward. Um, 
So yeah, you, I'll let you take the stage. Why don't you share a little bit about the Menstrual Movement Summit and uh, what it is? All right. Yes. Yes. It's coming up quick here. It's on October the 14th and it's a live virtual event. Um, so uh, you register, you get a Zoom link. It's from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, there's 15 plus uh, speakers, amazing expert speakers that are going to be sharing um, how to relieve menstrual symptoms and also to unlock deep spiritual wisdom. So, you know, some are more just about the symptoms, some are more about the sacredness and some are, you know, both. Um, but I absolutely loved finding these amazing women to be part of this summit. Um, it's going to be golden. I think, you know, we don't say yes enough to ourselves as women and put ourselves first. And this is a very feminine container of women that's just going to nourish you so much. You know, if you say yes and just show up, it's like you're going to be so taken care of and supported. Each speaker has a free gift for you to, you know, partake and get more support. You know, if you vibe with that speaker, if you want more from them. So it's a lot of generous, amazing, full women that are there to give. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited about it. Well, it's like a whole day of learning more. And it sounds like a good combination of like science and woo is what you're saying. We're going to get like a good, (laughs) which is women, right? Like the facts and also like that beautiful magic around it, that beautiful intuition. How, how much are tickets? It's free. It's free. Yes. It's a free event that she's putting up sisters so that we can learn more about our bodies, which I think is, you know, as we were saying, is really the first step before we can choose a strategy or even try a tool. We really need to understand the landscape that we're working with here. So I love that 15 speakers. That's amazing. And, and can people hop on and hop off? Yeah, they can hop on, hop off. It's 12 hours. So I'm sure not everybody's going to sit there. Um, But there's a replay, a free replay afterwards. And there's um, other ways to tap in. So um, yeah, I would just say come as much as you can and get the support that you need. Sign up to what you want to sign up through the emails and there'll be a speaker page. You can get all your free stuff, you know, Um, once you get up live, you'll start to get that, that kind of information. And it's a movement, right? Where this is a menstrual movement and it's really about carrying this message and conversation into our future, you know, putting a stake in the stand and be like, I'm part of this conversation and I'm going to work on myself to have it work more in my life and uh, start to make those little ripples, you know, in our, each of our lives. Yes. I love that. And uh, we'll, we'll put the registration link in the show notes so that everyone can, can go on. But I want to just remind like sisters listening to this episode that there's so much power when we refer things out so if you when you register like send the link to your your friends your sisters your mothers their daughters like this is something that can impact us you know generationally um the more we all know like send and look i mean i assume men are allowed on the call yeah they could come yeah for sure like send it to the men in your life too, because the more they understand this, I think the more powerful that becomes as well, right? When we can work together on this piece in our lives. So I love that. I'm so grateful that you're putting this together. We need more of this in the world. Thank you, Kyla. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything that, I mean, anything that else that you would love to share? Anything that feels right you know, that's a download to you around connecting with women who are, I know who are listening to this are really in that 35 to 55 age box for the most part in the perimenopause transition, anything that's coming to you that you want to share any last notes? 
I would say, um, yeah, there's just, there's, you're never too, too far gone. You know, you're, there's no symptom that can't be supported in my opinion. Um, you know, I think in our, our opinion and, and you're never too, too old or, Mm -hmm. you know, too young to, um, to learn these tools to empower yourself because, and even if someone's bleeding or not bleeding, you know, or, or had a hysterectomy or whatever, it's there, the mechanics, the energetics are, are still there. Um, you know, and I think too, also on an acupressure level, we didn't really actually get into that yet, but, um, another, another time where I can share some actual acupressure points that'll help, but we'll be talking about that at the summit. And, um, yeah, there's going to be another link where you can book a call with me so we can do that. Are we going to do something in the Facebook group or something? Well, I'll keep sharing with, with you, Bria. And anyway, okay. I was going to wrap the call, but now I feel like I have to ask because I want, I, you know, I think again, not to put you on the spot, but when we think, are there, are there general acupressure points or practices that women can use to, feel better during, you know, during different phases of their cycle? Yeah. I mean, hormonal balancing is, you know, it's not an instant fix, but there's definitely stuff to support. Um, You know, the, one of the popular acupressure points is large intestine four, which is just on the hand between the web of the thumb and the forefinger. Um, Lots of people have heard of this. If you've ever been to an acupuncturist or, you know, touched, but it is so good. Um, this is really great for like getting your flow moving more. So if you feel any stagnant energy around not bleeding enough or um, just want to regulate that flow too, um, or the headaches getting, it takes energy out of the head and the, um, the shoulders and stuff like that. So just detoxing um, to large intestine point, which is also paired with the lungs. So it can also help, you know, being more in a truth, expressing yourself. So that's really powerful. Um, Another good one I would say is, yeah, it's, I'd say it's on the inside of the, of the ankle. It's kind of can't see anything here, but if you do four fingers up from the inside of your ankle bone and on the pinky, uh, push into that spot, um, into the bone toward the front of the leg. Okay. Can Can you find it there, Bria? So, yeah, I think I know what you're it's, talking It'll about. be tender. Um, yeah. so, so th- yeah, so this is a really powerful one for regulating um, regulating the menstrual cycle and hormonal balancing. And there's three yin meridians that go through there. So it's very like deep for feminine, you know, internal balancing. And if you do that on both sides, you know, just be with it, breathe into it. I say like hold it for a couple minutes or a few breaths and follow it. Like each acupressure point has its own story that it's telling you. So listening to what how is my energy while I'm feeling it what does it make me want to do what other parts of my body is it pinging you know not thinking about it but just kind of allow yourself to be like open to receiving answers yeah so it's a press and hold situation then yes yeah I mean I'm not a huge fan of like circular motions or like to me it's like agitating the point okay it's like we want to soothe and calm and like connect interesting I love that holding an eye gaze so okay so we have the web and then we have four fingers up from the ankle bone you said yeah yeah spleen six um I can send you the photos of it if you want to put those in your show notes 
Yeah. Why don't you do that? That would be amazing. I think, um, I think that would be really, really helpful. And now, now we're going to need two more interviews, one specific to action pressure and one around free bleeding. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Okay. Kyla. So if people wanted to learn, well, if they want to learn more about the menstrual movement summit, we're going to have that in the show show notes. If you want to learn more about acupressure for, um, for whatever relief, not just, I mean, you, you cover not just hormone relief and menstrual relief, you cover other aspects. That's part of acupressure. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I have a whole system where I'm helping women kind of come back to themselves. Love that. So if they want to learn more, if we want to learn more about that, what is the best way for us to connect with you? Maybe we want to do Instagram, I think is probably our best go. So I will make sure to put all the show notes in there for everyone. And uh, thank you so much, Kyla. It's been such a pleasure having you on here today. And uh, make sure, sisters, that you check out the show notes, that you sign up for the summit, you share it. And if you want to learn more from Kyla about acupressure, check out her Instagram and the links in the show notes and go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.